0: Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Biana. We're really excited to go through the chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today, we're discussing Chapter 11 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the Firebolt.
0: Yay! We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag wizardteam on Twitter to follow along.
1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, you can check out um, our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, for the guidelines. Um, also, for examples,
0: yeah, um, we have great examples from Tacey Bear, who I just saw, am going to see, hung out with, we had a good time. <laughs> I have no idea. This is the future. Um,
1: timey
0: wimey, okay. timey wimey. <laughs> um, yeah, I just saw Tacey Bear. Um, Constar Twenty Four took over our social media. You know all these people. You can also see their work from Hogwarts BSU. If you love our blog, and you love Wizard Team, and you have a few extra galleons lying about, um, you could use those galleons, gall- Gallons. Galleons. Why? Why? You could use those <laughs> galleons to buy some chocolate frogs, or you could give them to your favorite black Potterheads. Mm-hmm. Um, consider donating to bg We have a lot of dope things we want to do. We need your help. Um, we just finish doing a lot of cool things we want to continue to do a lot of cool things and we have um really awesome ideas for how we're going to start giving back to our patrons um so if you sign up on patreon shout out to kim lloyd our newest patron thank you kim Thanks. um use a real one <laughs> holy crap i'm sorry i just found a bruise <laughs> If you, yeah, you can find out all of the ways that we take donations at um, dot slash donate.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be in London next week, guys. So you know, drop us a little, oh, drop us a little, my little splash. God, you don't even have to make it rain; just a little, just a little drizzle. A little drizzle on PayPal account. It would be awesome.
0: Like, uh, we have tickets to the studio tour. We did that we thing. That. You will be seeing and hearing from us. Um, I've already packed my sock for Dobby. Because I have no chill. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm like, you've already started packing for London? God.
0: No, I haven't. But I just know that I'm bringing a <laughs> sock to. for right. Dobby. you're going to. Right, Tiny,
1: why me? My bad. You right. You right. Yeah.
0: I'll be, I will. I was have... sitting here like, really, Robin?
1: Because.
0: I will have packed by the Wednesday before. We... No, I won't. Have... No, I wouldn't. Mm-mm. She's planning on me.
1: packing a sock for Dobby. I probably won't pack until the day before, so same.
0: (laughs) Same. (laughs) It's in my head. (laughs) It's in my uh, things I would like to do. Right. Anyway, so um, we are going to the studio tour, like I said. We're going to the play. Um, You guys saw those adorable pictures of Hermione 1 and 2.
1: We all know who's number one.
0: She said it, but I'm not arguing. I ain't sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's all of these things we want to do and a little, a little, you know, coin, coinage um, would be greatly appreciated. I'm going to stop talking. This doesn't make any sense.
1: Okay. Um, also, <laughs> subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com. Um, to do so.
0: Follow us at We Black and Nerds, like us at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, join the Wizard Team Facebook group. We love to hear your theories and thoughts. and um, we, we just love to talk about Potter, and when those thoughts and feelings and theories don't fit into 140 characters, we take that conversation off Twitter and on to the Facebook group. Um, it's a closed group, so just you know, send us a quick shout-out and ask if you can join.
1: Um, okay. No Potter news because it's timey wimey. but Robin's birthday was last weekend so you should, if you haven't already, shout her out.
0: Um. I'm old. Sure. Um. I'm so old. (laughs) I might be dead by the time y'all hear this.
1: Oh, wait. Actually, what's actually hilarious is I just said like shout out to Robin's birthday but that's like in the now and not in the when this episode comes out still it'll be a couple weeks late you know just shout her out again might as well
0: i was gonna say like <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna have been
1: yeah for a while tiny whiny yeah. man oh
0: my god man people are so annoying too you like look like, what are you doing for your birthday where are you going let's do a birthday dinner i'm like why to celebrate me being one step closer to death everyone has a birthday Though I did get 10% off of the spa at Yosicon. I'm not going to no spa, but I could. You should. I don't like people touching me.
1: Oh. Well, then you shouldn't. I mean, you yeah. could, like, go chill in, like, the hot tub or something. Or like, I could. You know what I mean? You don't have to do a massage. You could just be like, I'm going to sit here and drink all your, I don't know, whatever it is they have.
0: Champagne. Ooh.
1: Champagne in the tub. I'm gonna go see
0: if they have champagne. Fancy.
1: Okay, um... I'm gonna be like
0: that, um, Little Wayne commercial. (laughs) Whoa. Sorry. right. Okay, so
1: back to the present slash future slash... Who knows? Um, let's get to chapter 11, The Firebolt. Um, but first, previously on
0: Wizard Team, um... Do you watch John Oliver? Sorry. Sorry. Um... Because you, like, you're like, but first, and I wanted to be like, but now, this.
1: Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that over in a while, actually. Um, but I do remember that. Okay, previously, on Wizard Team, Fred and George gave Harry this really awesome map that um, is a map of Hogwarts, and that shows people where they are in Hogwarts. Um, it's awesome. It's the Marauder's, Marauders map. map, in case you were, weren't aware. Um, and then he used that map, of course, without an invisibility cloak, because, you know, he's not a Ravenclaw. He, to sneak into Hogsmeade. Um, so he had a pretty cool day at Hogsmeade until he found out that he was their friend and he betrayed them. He being the notorious mass... He was mass- their friend! <laughs> he being notorious mass murder of Sirius Black. Um, so, yeah, Harry found out that Sirius was not only his parents' best friend, but also his godfather, and that he betrayed him uh, to Voldemort, and that's why um, his parents died and he is a and has to go live with the Dursleys. So, yeah. Notorious mass murderer Sirius Black is the worst. Good thing he's not real. Harry didn't have a very clear idea of how he had managed to get back into Honeyduke's cellar through the tunnel and into the castle once more. All he knew was that the return trip seemed to take no time at all and that he hardly noticed what he was doing because his head was still pounding with the con- with the conversation he had just heard. Why had nobody ever told him? dumbledore hagrid mr weasley cornelius fudge why hadn't anyone mentioned the fact that harry's parents died because their best friend had betrayed them
0: because what good would that do you
1: (laughs) absolutely none and they're trying to make sure that you're like safe right and like you don't everybody knows you have a hot head everybody knows you're gonna go after him or you want to
0: but also like when would they say that Hi, Harry. Nice to meet you. Oh, by the um, way. Thanks for being friends with Ron and, you know, coming to spend the summer with us. Did you know that your parents' best friend was betrayed them and murdered them and wants to kill you, too? Mm-hmm. Would you like another helping of pudding? The more you know. The more you know.
1: <laughs> um, Ron and Hermione watched Harry nervously all throughout dinner um, when they got upstairs Um, It was to the crowded common room to find Fred and George had set off half a dozen dung bombs in in a fit of end of term high spirits. Harry, who didn't want Fred and George asking him whether he'd reached Hogsmeade or not, sneaked quietly up to the empty empty dormitory and headed straight for his bedside cabinet. He pushed his books aside and quickly found what he was looking for, a leather-bound photo album Hagrid had given him two years ago, which was full of wizard pictures of his mother and father. Um, he stopped on a picture of his parents' wedding day. There was his father waving up at him, beaming the, um, then, sorry, there was his mother, alight with happiness, arm in arm with his dad, and there, that must be him, their best man. Harry had never given him a thought before. If he hadn't known it was the same person, he would have never guessed it was black in this old photograph. His face wasn't sunken and waxy, but handsome, full of laughter. Had he already been working for Voldemort when this picture would have been taken? Was he already nope. planning- the deaths of the two people next to him. Did he realize he was facing 12 years in Azkaban, 12 years that would make him unrecognizable? Well, that he, there's no way he would know that in that moment. Like, (laughs) whether he was, whether he was on the side or not, (laughs) like no matter what side he was on, he can't see the future. So he wouldn't know specifically that it would be 12 years in Azkaban. (laughs) 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 And Um. that those 12 years would make him unrecognizable. (laughs) Anyway, um, But the Dementors don't affect him, Harry thought, staring into the handsome laughing face. He doesn't have to hear my mom screaming if they get too close.
0: This is why, and I'm going to point out, because there are a couple of passages in this book that I'm like, I think this is why this is my favorite book and it sticks with me so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if you don't live under a rock, you might notice that um, times is hard so for for black folk and Wait,
1: for what did you say dealing
0: about with that? Be-
1: sorry the singing part I was just like what is new? oh yeah <laughs>
0: um sorry because I listened to a lot of uh, Sweetie Todd the other day Got I don't it. know um but it is not easy out here for black folk mm-hmm. and run ins with um the criminal like the the muggle world dementor is known as the police mm-hmm. um, and These like passages, like I think it really shows. Like there, there have been a couple of um, pretty good things about this book and trauma and PTSD and stuff like that. But I think these passages, like this, he doesn't have to hear my mom screaming if they get too close. Um, Like really highlight like the trauma that can come. Um, and that can stick with you, even though Harry doesn't really, I mean, he can't really remember his mom screaming, right? But he, I mean, A, he does have this piece of an old man's soul in his body, but, um, he also just like knows that he's alone Mm -hmm. and, and that anger that you feel like, I have to figure out the best way. Like the anger that you that people feel um, towards other people that don't have to go through what they're what you're going through at that time, especially because like, especially if they somehow caused it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna say this. this. I'm trying to be all like very thoughtful with my words, but y'all know me, and I'll I'll just tweet you later when I figure out the proper way to say it mm-hmm. but what I mean to say is if you're a black person right now even hearing condolences or, and uh, people or white allies who get it it doesn't help you at that moment because you're just like you don't know what this is you don't have to know the fear and the terror and the hurt that is caused by this kind of trauma mm-hmm. right and I think that that's kind of what harry's getting at too it's like you are a part of the system that caused me to feel this hurt and yet you don't have to feel it yeah and i love it mm-hmm. i mean it's just so real okay um <laughs> my favorite book
1: <laughs> um harry slammed the album shut reached over and stuffed it back into his cabinet um ron comes to check on him but harry pretends to be sleep Hatred, such as he had never known, was coursing through Harry like poison. He could see Black laughing at him through the darkness as though somebody had pasted the picture of the album over his eyes. He watched as though somebody was playing him a piece of film, serious Black blasting Peter Pettigrew, who resembled Neville Longbottom, into a thousand pieces. He could hear, though having no idea that Black, what Black's voice might sound like, a low, excited mutter, It has happened, my lord, the potters have made me their secret keeper. And then came another voice laughing shrilly, the same laugh that Harry heard inside his head whenever the Dementors drew near. Um, yeah. That's good writing. It's very good writing. Sometimes I just really like reading just <laughs> the passages because they're just like very just good.
0: Yeah. Um, and that I, I just echoes what I just said. Yeah. It still goes, you know, like these, um, th- this is now seeping into Harry's subconscious and he's even inputting um people that he knows he's seeing um Neville as Peter mm-hmm. which is kind of wrong cuz Peter ain't got nothing on level no long bottom yo he
1: doesn't On level long bottom peter he really does not have <laughs> That's what you just said by the way
0: <laughs> Huh?
1: you said level long bottom it was good though oh. i like that
0: <laughs> yeah well, he, that guy too, yeah. he ain't got nothing on him. <laughs> Scabbers ain't shit compared to Neville and Lovell, mm-hmm. is what I said, and I stick by it. And what I'm saying is, in all of Peter's nine fingers and toes, he, he ain't got enough nope. of nothing Not a, to, even, to even speak Neville's name. Mm-hmm. How dare they? But
1: Peter Pettigrew is the raven Simone of the Wizarding World. And I say ooh. that with a heavy heart.
0: Woo. I thought you were going to do the, um, chance the rapper lyric.
1: But oh, any anyway. Peter Pettigrew could get the pesticide. Any petty Peter mm-hmm. Pettigrew could get the pesticide. That is also a thing. Um, so, uh, Harry, um, goes down to the dormitory, um, and Ron and Hermione are sitting and waiting for him. Um, the, it's the first day of the holiday, so they're the only people in the yeah. common room. Um,
0: there it's the next morning so he yeah. uh, when ron when he heard ron come in he pretended to be asleep and, then. and he stayed but that way and still woke up like he says he has a sleepless night and woke up early mm-hmm. and goes down to the yeah
1: to the common room um and so then hermione and ron are just really like worried about him and are trying to tell him um, hermione says you mustn't go do some anything stupid um like what said harry like trying to go after black um so harry like doesn't say anything um, and they're trying they're like trying to convince him because he's not talking, they're like, dude, no, actually tell me that you're not gonna go after him. Um, but he says, and this goes to what your point that you just made, um, Ray says, Do you know what I see and hear every time that a mentor gets too near me? I hear my mom screaming and pleading with Voldemort, and if you'd heard your mom screaming like that, just about to be killed, you wouldn't forget it in a hurry. And if you found out someone who was supposed to be their friend, a friend of hers betrayed her and sent Voldemort after her, um so yeah, just echoing what you're saying, like, and especially the part about like allies and like people who, it's like they're sitting here and they're like, well, this isn't the best way to go about this and you shouldn't do this or whatever versus thinking like, so that's like, that's like their go-to initially is to yeah. like, like it's to kind of like, he- you know what I mean? Like try to make him stop first or trying to like, and and I, and I get it because they're like his friends they understand like what where he, what happens with him and like where how his mind like works
0: mm-hmm. um, and and it's it's so, it's sound advice right like right and we it's, saying it's good and, advice in the second and yeah it's it's like you, what are you going to do against... him.
1: Yeah.
0: um but but it's in not that he... moment
1: that's not what he needed he needed them to be yeah. like are you okay what's going on but like the first thing they say is first thing says so, what says Harry you look terrible and then you really don't look well Uh, well I mean that's Ron Ron has no tact ever Um, and then (laughs) Hermione you really don't look well and then Harry listen you must be really upset but the thing is you mustn't go do anything stupid so it's immediately like hey by the way don't, yeah. it, where it's like, where really it could be on some wow, this really sucks. I'm sorry, you know what I mean? So it's just like, and like, how what do, you do you feel? Need?
0: What do you need? And
1: not, hey, don't do this immediately after hearing about, yeah, some shit that's, because like, also really
0: it's like, up. I don't think that Harry really, I mean, I, I know that he's probably thinking about it in a very loose way, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he was like, his immediate reaction was just anger and yeah and hopelessness
1: too and hopeless yeah at that point what do you do with that and he
0: and he does want revenge but i think or he wants black to pay and i think what that means to him is um you know this this guy is now roaming around free Mm -hmm. um escape the dementors and he needs to be caught but I don't think that Harry woke up and was like well I gotta go find black where's my invisibility cloak right. I'm off on a quest like but then to hear someone come at you with like don't do anything stupid you're like that's well you know it kind of sends him down that path mm-hmm. when he uh, yeah it just wasn't the best it, well,
1: no, it wasn't <laughs> um, so then so Harry says you heard what Fudge said black isn't affected by Azkaban like normal people are so what are you saying you want to to kill black or something really quickly and i'm and i know we yeah. want to kind of like speed through this part but i just wanted i just realized i had a note there so how like that's one of the things about this book particularly there's like moments where harry's like i'm going to kill him or whatever but it's like do you have like the tools to do that <laughs> <laughs> like you don't
0: do you even know do you even know
1: all? how to do that
0: yeah, the curse, you like, what, you, <laughs> so, you don't know how to do that curse. That's weird, you that's awkward. Yeah. Like,
1: then you get to the moment and you're like, wow, I've been talking all this mess.
0: And I didn't think this through. I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't
1: even know how to, how to, how do I do this? <laughs> talking about mess. No.
0: <laughs> At the same time, like, I know that there have been times when I've been so mad and I'm like, look. No, that's I'll real. I'll figure it out. No, that's the thing. It's totally <laughs> real, but it's also just kind
1: of <laughs> funny within this context.
0: Yeah, Yeah. But then that's the other thing that goes back to what you're saying about how Ron and Hermione should be more thoughtful and need to just listen and be there for him. Mm -hmm. Because I have, I know for sure that I've smooth gone off not at you, but to you in replace of someone else. And then afterwards like I have been ready to punch someone. Like I am going, like let her say something to me again. Let them come up to me one more again. Anything (laughs) like that. Like and the feelings are real, right? But then after I get it out, I'm like, okay. I ain't gonna punch nobody. Right. That is...
1: just a little extra. It's that's a little
0: much. I just need to get that mm-hmm. out. I need to, whoo. Like, you know, just flush out those negative feelings and that anger. And, and those, those thoughts of violence. Sometimes speaking it into being is all you need to do. Let him get out his anger. And then once you see him packing his invisibility clothes and, and honestly, sneaking out, then you, then, excuse me, sir. Then,
1: that's when, that's when Hermione should come up like, okay, well, let's look at this logically. Do you even know <laughs> right. how to kill people? Like, <laughs> right. like I'm with you, but also, I just want to make sure you're thinking this all that, the way through.
0: Yes, like, I'm with you, but the situation but also, is fraught. I
1: don't, do you know how to, I don't know, I, I haven't even, I know about the, the curse, but you don't even know that there are, that there is a killing curse. That's awkward.
0: Right? <laughs> I and mean, also, all right, I guess this is where we got. This is where we went before with the ride or die friends. Like, I'm a ride, and then we gonna sit down talk and about this and think questions. this through. <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: ride and ask questions. That's yes,
0: me. that is. <laughs>
1: just so, where are we going? What's happening? Why are we doing this?
0: Okay, is, D- is this there the best way? The
1: best way to go about this? Are you sure? Can we let's let's think about this? Are you sure, a second. let's plan yeah. it. Let's plan it out.
0: <laughs> let's, so, um, let's table this for now let's schedule it and I think too like what you what you see here is like um, Hermione's panicking and she's like don't be silly Harry doesn't want to kill anyone um, and I think yeah cause Ron's like you, you're, you don't want to kill him Do you, you want to kill Black or something and Hermione's like he's not going to kill anyone don't be silly oh my god but then At the same time, Harry's like, mm. There's a thought. I wasn't thinking about it before, but I'm not opposed to it. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to do it. Um, And then he says, Um, so he's like,
1: he didn't know what he wanted to do. All he knew was that the idea of doing nothing while Black was at liberty was almost more than he could stand. Which, again, is just like more of a lot of parallels. Which also kind of makes me, it also irritates me that like, there's these parallels, these parallels are so potent but um, somehow she can't seem to fathom it in like the real world in like how does that work it makes no sense okay anyway, I don't want to get into a rant about overmoring and shit but yeah I mean we're gonna we're gonna no, let just let's, let's just move on, on. <laughs> Well, yeah. um, um, there there will be plenty of times to we'll have time to think of to talk about that. yeah um malfoy knows he said remember what he said to me in potions you're going to take malfoy's advice instead of ours which is like right like come on harry
0: yeah come on, i baby. think to the like this passage he says you know um there was um did you see what black did to Pettigrew? um the Order of the Phoenix, he received mm-hmm. the Order of the Phoenix first class, nope. and, uh, like... Not Order of the Phoenix. I was in here Order like, of does not
1: say the Phoenix.
0: <laughs> that sure doesn't. Okay. Order of... And my brain's like, the, the ph- Phoenix. Yikes.
1: That's real, though. That's so real. <laughs> um,
0: Order of Merlin first class, and uh, Pedigree's finger in the box is all that his mother received. That was the biggest bit of him they could find. Black's a madman, Harry, and he's dangerous. And this is... The fact that, like, they saw Harry's reaction when he left um, Madame Rosa Mortez and when he left Hogsmeade. And that is Ron's being scared for Harry mm-hmm. and being truly, like... You, you. We kind of forget because we're so... We, we think about, and as we should, you know, like, what Harry's thinking, what Harry's feeling after hearing that. But Ron and Hermione are hearing that for the first time, too. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, this guy wants to... Do what now to who now? My right. best friend, you know. So, they're also dealing with like their own kind of terror and trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so it's it's hard. It's it's you also have to like, there's so many times you have to remember like, they are 13, they don't. I mean, I'm 31 mm-hmm. as a posting of this sign, whatever. I'm ancient and I don't know how to. I wouldn't know how to comfort someone once I find out, like, my brother or my best friend or, it, you know, if I find out that someone's out to, like, do them mortal harm. Right. like So we're just going to stay... You're just going to stay in the house. Right. I don't <laughs> know. We, we just kind of have to put some bubble wrap on you and where are you going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if all of their reactions make sense mm-hmm. because of what they're facing. But um, you could hear, really, in that passage that Ron is is worried and scared for yeah. Harry in a way that is, it has less to do with, um, or not less to do with Harry, but it, it, it's, it's separate from just Harry's own worries and fears. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that's in Ron. Um, my speech.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're really like trying to, now they're getting like, they're getting more worried because it's almost like, Harry's getting more worked up, and they're trying to, like, de-escalate him, so it gets to the point where Hermione is in tears. Um, Harry, please, please be sensible. Black did a terrible, terrible thing, but don't put yourself in danger. It's what Black wants. Oh, Harry, you'd be playing right into Black's hands if you were, went looking for him. Your mum and dad wouldn't want you to get hurt, would they? They'd never want you to go looking for Black. I'll never know what they'd have wanted, because thanks to Black, I've never spoken to them, said Harry shortly. Um,
0: um Real quick... Mm-hmm. Not to, again, but it's, like, all on my mind and on my TV and on my Twitter stream right now. But that is completely how I feel when people talk about, like, what would Martin Luther King do? And I'm like, I don't know, because y'all shot him in the fucking face. What would he do? Hmm? Hmm? We will never know that. Because you know Martin Luther King should still be alive. He did not die of natural causes, so keep his name out your mouth right now and let me be angry. And that is literally, like, how I see Harry's clap back of like, your parents wouldn't want you to do that. Well, maybe they would have because.
1: But they were dead. You don't know. They got murdered, so. Yeah. That's awkward. That's what, awkward. What, what, okay, then. That's cool. You
0: don't know what my parents would have done. You don't. You didn't know them. You didn't I don't know, know them. Right. So. And why don't we know them? Hmm. The notorious mass murder. <laughs> She's doing the emoji. <laughs> Hand on chin. Thinking face. The notorious mass murderer Sirius Black is an ass, man. I'm so glad he doesn't exist, because I would want to murder him myself.
1: Same. But you know who does exist? A, this little thing in Ron's pocket quivering that needs to go the fuck Petty away. Peter
0: Pettigrew that could get the pesticide.
1: That thing needs to go. Um, Look, said Ron, it's the holidays. It's nearly Christmas. Let's, let's go down and see Hagrid. We haven't visited him for ages. Ages. No," said Hermione quickly. "Harry isn't supposed to leave the castle." Ron. "Yeah, let's go," said Harry. And I can ask him how come he never mentioned Black when he told me all, when he told me all about my parents, which is <laughs> like why again? Time out. So, and this is what we were talking about before about like at the beginning about um it not making sense that that would be the first thing you tell someone. So like yeah. he's like when he told me all about my parents. So that was also the first time he ever met you. So he was also telling you about you being you uh, yeah about you. There's Your a lot origin, of information. Story. So then you're on some, oh, and also there's this notorious mass murderer who is the reason why your parents are dead, and he's in Azkaban now, so you don't have to worry about, like, on top of being like, hey, you've just been introduced to this really magical place, and like, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out what that's all about. By the way, yeah. there, are two, there are two mass murderers after you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Welcome to the Wizarding World. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot. That's awkward. And Hagrid wouldn't have done it well either. But I don't
0: think you and can And Hagrid do it well. didn't and Hagrid didn't even want to tell so him about Voldemort. Voldemort. He's like, he was like, I don't,
1: this is this in my, my place. <laughs> this is above my pay grade. <laughs> I wasn't I
0: don't even really ooh, know that much. I don't have any like the vocabulary in training really talk about this. Like I just, you know, I, it would be like if Aminatu was like, Robin, explain sex to me and I'd be like, well, well what <laughs> I can explain to you is, is that your mama, you just take a right. Go up them. I don't know, girl. Like, I... What? That's a mama job. Mm -hmm. You know?
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Who is... You know, but then also I I wrote that this is the start of Emo Harry.
1: Oh, it totally is.
0: And And then it just...
1: And then it just gets... Then then we hit the sweet spot in, like, two years.
0: (laughs) No. Um, Yes. She says sweet spot. I say... Ugh, spot. Um, That book is the best. I love that book. I do not particularly love Emo Harry. But I will say, though, um, there are so many times in this chapter and, like, the last couple of chapters that I, I literally, I am like, this don't make no sense. And then I'm like, oh, he's 13. Mm-hmm. This makes a lot of sense. Yep. This reaction actually does make all of the sense. Um, Akira, I was about to say, Bihanna's little sister, Akira, but y'all know Akira, because that crazy person has already been on this podcast. <laughs> Um, she has been, like, working with middle schoolers this summer, and every time she's like, bruh, and we're like, well, you know.
1: It's that age. It's, it's that age. <laughs> Can't even get around it. Just, I even keep, hate me at 13. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was pretty much the same, except I was 13. It, and that shit is And so everything is was terrible. And is the worst. <laughs> like...
0: The work. So the yeah, yes. I like li- I wrote like, oh my god, the start of emo Harry, and then I have like all these underlines. But then I have to step back a bit and be like, this is when I couldn't spend the night or go to a party or whatever. When I was thirteen, I
1: like this was your
0: reaction. <laughs> yeah. So his parents are you know what right. you? like it's a bit more intense than exactly like what we will see in a couple of pages is that some people need to get perspective, and Harry's not, Harry's like right here. It's like, the, this is a proper reaction mm-hmm. and, really? or at least an understandable reaction. Like this is the same thing. When I said like, Harry, you're 13. No one expects you to deal with the mentors of be okay with Voldemort. Like no one expects you to just, are they shouldn't expect him to just like pop up in the morning and be like, "Oh, I thought it through and, you know, this is very terrible tragedy, but I'm going to just, you know, stick to the castle and focus on my studies and let the dementors do their job and I'll pray for it. I'll pray, you know, give my best wishes to Sirius Black that he finds that he finds justice and, you know, um thank you all for your well wishes and thoughts. And walks like that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not the reaction that a wife- 13th
1: um. Did anybody else? <laughs> she, now I want to go after Mass Murder series of Black. Like, who's right? with me? Come on, because this is weird.
0: Jesus. This is wrong. You should be having strong emotions. Yeah. Like this is if a, if all any time to have a strong emotion. The day after you find out that your parents were not only murdered by Voldemort but betrayed by their best friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's huge. Who is your godfather? Who's also
1: your godfather? I'm just gonna add that on there too um so so um, they go down to Hagrid's um the they knock on the door there was a heavy sound of heavy, there was a sound of heavy footsteps and the door creaked open Hagrid stood there with his eyes red and swollen tears splashing down the front of his leather vest you've heard he bellowed and he flung himself onto Harry's neck um he gotta chill a little bit because he's inappropriate that but all that but then yeah, he's twice the size of a normal man so True. Harry's about to collapse under Hagrid's weight.
0: You can't just be throwing. You can't be throwing yourself. That's like also, you know Harry's that reminds me really of. Strong. You know what that
1: reminds me of my brother. Mine too. He just will be like, "Hey, what's up?" and then give you like, and, and just then like jump. either jump or just like collapse on you. Basically, what Hagrid just did, and you're just like, "Okay, but hold up, but but wait, but you're heavy though, <laughs> but like I can't actually like this is nice and I appreciate the love, but also you are about to crush but it's
0: me. not even really love he's just like i can no longer you are the wind beneath my wings <laughs> so you will be my wings <laughs> um saying. your brother used to do that when he was a baby I, and like that's the
1: thing baby, is he he literally
0: like and would go continues
1: doing that but <laughs> he's like 200 pounds heavier and he's like much like tall he's just a big person he's just and tall he literally and ass, yeah he literally acts everywhere he yeah just <laughs> all limbs and then like yeah. he just acts like he's a 6 year old kid who can just like run into pe- like run into people i'm like but no though but short, it's not And the it same. wasn't
0: pleasant when he was 6. Right. To be honest, as someone a big who head experienced it. He's
1: not going to his podcast. He got a big head, y'all. No.
0: Um and he had br- he had dreads when he was 6 and his dread you really thought that he was like twice the size that he would have been cuz he had big head and then on that head with a whole bunch of hair and he would just throw it at you like a football, just like,
1: And he still does no it chill. now. He's 20 years old. Come on, bro. Houseway.
0: Because he ain't never had no chill.
1: No, but um, you, it's like Hagrid. Just doesn't know his own weight. <laughs> just wait. doesn't know his own strength. And you're just like, dude, can you but stop also- like, swinging around and just like center yourself a little bit?
0: Center, but also how strong is Harry that he could even hold up any of Hagrid?
1: Because Hagrid is not like
0: two hundred pounds. Just under, (laughs) yes.
1: That would be horrible. Um, Yeah. So he was rescued by Ron and Hermione, who seized Hagrid under the under an arm and heaved him back into the cabin. Hagrid allowed himself to be steered into a chair and slumped over the table, sobbing uncontrollably. Hagrid, what is it? Said Hermione um so Harry spots an official looking letter um and he reads it out loud oh no Connie um <laughs> dear Mr. Hagrid I know
0: I I highlighted them for Connie too and then I was like oh no Connie oh.
1: <laughs> yeah we're gonna need to like get Connie to like I don't know tape, tape these little parts
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
1: just insert it okay anyway um not this time though dear Mr. <laughs> Hagrid Further to our inquiry about the attack by a hippogriff on a student in your class, we have accepted the assurances of Professor Dumbledore that you bear no responsibility for the regrettable incident. Um, However, we must register our concern about the hippogriff in question. We have decided to uphold the official complaint of Mr. Lucius Malfoy, and this matter will will therefore be taken to the Committee for the Disposal of Dangerous Creatures. The hearing will take place on April 20th, and we ask you to present yourself on and your hippogriff at the committee's offices in London on that date. In the meantime, the hippogriff should be kept tethered and isolated, yours in fellowship. Um, and then there followed a list of the school governors.
0: You said Buckbeat isn't a bad hippogriff, Hagrid. I'll bet he get off. And Hagrid responds, you don't know them gargoyles at the committee for the disposal of dangerous creatures. They got it in for interesting animals. He doesn't even say dangerous animals. He says interesting. Um... Two things. One, when we talked about the Dementors and what's in their nature or not, you mm-hmm. know, and I decided to bench that one rogue Dementor. We talked about the sad Dementor who just wants friends, which you got right. I mean,
1: the good, good
0: Dementor, but yeah. the good
1: Dementor. <laughs> um, I do
0: need to write that. I think this is definitely one of those times where basically you're mad at. There. Going to take out take it out on Buckbeat that Hagrid was like, this is hippogriff language, right? Like you must bow, you must mm. do these things. And Malfoy was basically the equivalent of like a dumb Westerner in a foreign country being like, Hey, why don't you understand English? I'll just shout a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's like Buckbeat is not dangerous. He if you Go, if you, you know, Put he's a creature. some respect
1: on his name.
0: If, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Put some respect on his name, and name like Harry, promise. you'll get nothing but respect back. And the problem with that, though, is that these creatures aren't able to speak for themselves. They're not able to say, well, he came at me froggy, and I did what a, I did what a griff had to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact that Hagrid has already like kind of ex- ex- accepted defeat or he's defeatist in this way about what's going to happen to Buckbeat. Um I just think it's like it's very interesting this whole interaction between him and the trio because like you would think that a man of 63 now yeah, um, 64 would be like you're right like think this through you know what I mean but like just shitting on these thirteen-year-olds' optimism and hopes that the justice system, well, well maybe.
1: he was put in. Forget everything I just Azkaban, said. so
0: forget, forget everything. I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they uh, were the same three. The same three that saw him just taking off to ask Van last mm-hmm. year, because you know
1: he could had to do have it. The
0: appearance. He
1: may have done it. And if he did not do it, it's still possible that he may have at some point thought about doing it at that one time. And if he didn't
0: do it, he'll just get to go home. You know? All apologies. No problem. It's fine.
1: Um. Um, uh, A sudden... So they found out... Found out... They see that Buckbeak... why, Why can't I talk? That's weird. Buckbeak is in the corner. He's inside chomping on something that was oozing blood all over the floor. I couldn't leave him tied up out there in the snow all on his own, at Christmas, choked Hagrid.
0: Buckbeat don't give a shit about all. your human holidays. No. What is Christmas? Christmas? What is that? What's happening? Um, is this your rodent? This is a good rodent. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating this. If this is what Christmas is, I'm all about right. it. But the rest of that, who, I don't care. Who um,
1: <laughs> so Harry, Ron, and Hermione looked at one another. They had never seen eye to eye with Hagrid about what he called interesting creatures and other people called terrifying monsters. On the other hand, there didn't seem to be any particular harm in Buckbeak. So real quick, that's one of the things that's ironic about this one time Hagrid has to go through all this stuff, is that it's like one of his chill, it's like an actual interesting creature. Like, (laughs) it's one of the chillest creatures he's ever had. Like, it's not not Norbert, it's not Fluffy, it's not Aragog.
0: Yeah.
1: All of those, and I love dragons, but just like in general,
0: compared to
1: a hippogriff, Right. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's pretty tame. I mean,
0: they say, like, by Hagrid's usual standards, he was positively cute. Right. And we get a little bit more Buckbeak um, characterization. And he is, like, he reminds me a lot of, of Hedwig. Mm-hmm. He's just minding his own business. Chill. Do what he gotta do. Don't cross him.
1: No, pretty much.
0: Right? Harry tried to cross Hedwig. He got three months of I don't fuck treatment. with you. Mm-hmm. Silence. And Malfoy tried to fuck with Buckbeat and he said, who the fuck do you think I is? Mm-hmm. Pulled out hot sauce and just did what he had to do.
1: You'll have to put up a good strong defense, Hagrid, said Hermione. I'm sure you can prove Buckbeak is safe. Um, Won't make no difference. Them disposal devils. They're all in Lucius Malfoy's... Po- <laughs> okay, sorry. Real quick. I. Him calling them devils, that reminded me of um, this. um, yeah. Oh. A certain family member. Yeah. Um, they're all in Lucius, yes, she- they're all in Lucius Malfoy's pocket, scared of him, and if I lose the case, Buckbeak, Hagrid drew his finger swiftly across his throat, then gave a great wail and lurched forward. What about Dumbledore Hagrid? He's done more than enough for me, got enough on his plate, what with keeping them Dementors out of the castle and serious Black lurking around. Um, Ron and Hermione looked quickly at Harry, but Harry couldn't bring himself to, to, um, to bring up Sirius in that moment. Not now that he saw Hagrid so miserable and scared.
0: The emotional intelligence is is so high, but also, like, you shouldn't be bringing it up. Um, (laughs)
1: Listen, Um,
0: Hagrid. So, listen, Hagrid. Uh, No, go ahead. You can't give up. Hermione's right. You'll just need a good defense. Um, Hermione says um i've read about a case of hippogriff baiting where the hippogriff so, got off i'll look it up for you Hagrid. really quickly um, she just
1: reads like wizard cases for fun like she's just is like hey let me just go grab this deposition
0: slash well, like this little i'm two things when you said that deposition i need to be in the Wizarding gamut and i need to be in their ball library and i need to know more about wizarding law because it makes like up whatever these fuckers the fuck just...
1: they
0: want make like up whatever they want to, want to. There's, there's got to be some, yeah,
1: some rhyme law and reason and
0: cases that I would love. To, I, that's probably why she was in there looking up cases because last year she's like, so y'all just gonna take. Well, she's petrified
1: at that point. You ain't gonna fight. So yeah. But probably oh, yeah. over the summer she was but like, so, but she heard about it.
0: But she heard about she, so they just took Hagrid. Did right. They cite any statutes? Was there a precedent? <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna need to look this up. And, and like, am I? That's um, why it's so
1: funny. Like. Yeah, of all, it's, like, really specific, though, where it's, like, a hippogriff
0: baiting, like... Yeah, and then the other thing I was going to say is that they're probably in um the Monster Maybe. Book of Monsters or something about, you know... Because Hagrid does a good job of talking about how mm-hmm. they're fiercely proud. Um, so there's probably something about, like, the fact that if you bait a hippogriff, you know, just yeah. talking about how proud they are and what they, you know, are capable of... I could see that being in the monster book of monsters, so or in the, or in another it's like care a case magical study, creatures. or like one of those like little well,
1: like mini anecdotes that they put like in a little different colored yeah. box, and they're like,
0: in oh, the box, in the, yeah, in the,
1: in the in such and such against versus such and such, this happened, um, yeah, yeah, Um,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Hagrid. So she says, uh, when the hippogriff got off, I'll look it up for you, Hagrid, and see exactly what happened. Um, Hagrid howls Dill more loudly. Harry and Hermione looked at Ron to help, to help them. Uh, Should I make a cup of tea? Said Ron. <laughs> it's just so great. Um, it's what... M-
0: I also love... Um, oh, yeah. So he says it's what my mom does whenever someone's upset. And I love this because you do kind of revert back mm-hmm. to that kind of... You know, like, Ron is such a boy. Like, in just the way of... And I don't mean this in like a... <laughs> Um, but just, like, oh, you're upset, and it makes me uncomfortable, and I need to, like, I think in the most, um, generic and generalized way possible, like, when someone is really upset, like, females, girls, like, Hermione, like, to talk about that, like, how are you feeling, what are you, you know, doing, and, like, men need to do something, you know what I mean? It's like, their first reaction is, like, how am I, like, I need to do something and make something happen to make you feel better and and I need to go punch someone. Do I need to go talk to someone or whatever? So Ron's sitting there like, I need to do tea. I can make tea. That's what my mom does. You know, like, it's just like a very sweet thing of like, um, of how they're friends. Um, But then on the opposite side, how inappropriate because they there should be... Three adults. It should be McGonagall and Dumbledore mm-hmm. and someone else Flitwick. of comparable age, Flitwick, talking to Hagrid mm-hmm. about actionable plans. And that's something and I'm bringing. I bring up later, um,
1: which I will just because of like the passage that it's in. But yeah, it's just like he he can only rely on yeah three thirteen year olds. Um,
0: yeah, I also bring. I I think I know if. If we put it in the same spot, I also have that. But after many more assurances of help and with a steaming mug of tea in front of them, Hagrid blew his nose on a handkerchief um, and pulled himself together. You're right, I can't afford to go to pieces. Fang the boarhound um, came timidly out from under the table and laid his head, head on Hagrid's knee. Um, I've not been myself lately, worried about buckbeat and no one liking my classes. Um... And so they start talking about his classes. The
1: um,
0: are dead. Already. Ron says, oh, yeah, you know, you're, they're great. Crossing his <laughs> fingers under the table, which is like, they can't lie. <laughs> that's so cute. Um, and the flobberums are dead. They had too much lettuce. Um, and the dementors are make, m- making him feel ruddy, terrible. Got to walk past him every time I want a drink in the three broomsticks, like being back in Azkaban, where's his chocolate. He's he supposed about to have a this.
1: lifetime supply. I think Fudge. Um, and somebody needs to go go see about him. Knock on his door and be like, "Where the fuck yeah. is packaged chocolate?"
0: Um, is he missing a shipment? Is mm-hmm. there something wrong? Do we need a emergency owl sent?
1: You know, it's an to- owl in that post office that could that could get you that thing, overnight
0: shipping. I mean, there is. A sweet shop at Hogsmeade. There are owls and Hogwarts isn't that far. It's walking distance, really. So where is his chocolate?
1: Aren't you... Yeah.
0: Um, so... Don't make no sense.
1: Um,
0: don't make no sense. So
1: you've no idea, he said. He thought uh, Quietly. Never been anywhere like it. Thought I was going mad. Kept going over horrible stuff in, m- in my mind. The day I got expelled from Hogwarts, day my dad died. I had to let Norbert go, go. um, you can't really remember who you are after a while and you can't see the point of living at all. I used to hope I'd just die in my sleep. When they let me out, it was like being born again. Everything came flooding back. It was the best feeling in the world. Mind, the Dementors weren't keen on letting me go. Um, but you were innocent, said Hermione think that matters to them, they don't care as long as they've got a couple hundred humans stuck there with them so they can leech on all of the happiness out of them. They don't give a damn who's guilty and who's not. Um, so all of this happened to him and he was falsely imprisoned. Fudge needs to be yeah. sacked immediately. We gotta wait. So
0: this is what I was um reminds me of like what I was saying about statutes and mm-hmm. things like this is literally like cruel and unusual punishment totally. because
1: and the um, it reminds of me of like, and, and it C- reminds it's... me
0: of solitary confinement, mm-hmm. really. Um, and yeah, like we said, you can go to the Pottermore site and, and hear, read up on Azkaban. And the reason why it exists and the reason why they send prisoners there is not to help rehabilitate the prisoners or to punish the prisoners in any um, fair way. It is to keep the Dementors there mm-hmm. and away from the main... You know, away from Britain, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dementors shouldn't be used for punishment. It's very similar to, there is a, it's an older study um, or experiment, but I think Stanford or something did it where they have put some students, they arbitrarily said like, these students are prisoners and these students are prison guards. And like very quickly you could see abuses happening. And um, and it got like really bad that they had to, you know, I think, I, this is really, my brain doesn't work, but, um it's a really famous study. You guys can go look it up. I think it's like the Stanford Prison Study or something like that. Um but very quickly like the being set apart and set in power um automatically makes you just treat people less than hu- human or think that you because you are in power you are, are able to like Get away with a lot, to treating them in ways that you would never treat anyone else, and their humanity just disappears in the face of that. And I think that's very kind of similar to what the the dementors, except for the fact that the dementors aren't making a conscious decision to do that, right? Like it's it's in their nature that you're a human, I'm going to suck the happiness out of you. And so the people who have decided that. Um, Dementors are going to be the guards, the Azkaban guards, um, don't care enough to think there's no, the idea of being punished for wrongdoing is that you are rehabilitated, right? Or you learn a lesson or whatever. But if you're not doing, if you haven't done anything wrong, if, and if the punishment doesn't fit the crime and there's no getting out and there's no ways to change how that works and it's like what are you what is the point after a while
1: yeah and i mean that and then also just thinking about the origins of um azkaban um and like just you know just might as well just since we're black and we're in the united states um like the origins of um
0: the police like
1: (laughs) anti-black racism and or yeah even just the police period boom i was gonna go even further just the police um and the fact that, like, literally, so the person who, like, decided, like, they found this mm-hmm. island, and it was infested with the mentors, and the person who thought, like, oh, hey, this will be a great place to put a prison, um, was, like, this horrible person, and, like, a part of, he, I think, um, it's something Rao, so mm-hmm. if you don't know, so he's, like, an ancestor of one of the Death it's Eaters, like, actually. A,
0: it's um, not Amicus, because that's the, um, No,
1: that's a Kara. Yeah. Um. So he's a, he's an ancestor of a Death Eater. Um, and then, yeah, so it's like this whole, like all this like bigotry and it's like, you know, I mean, basically it's like some tough on crime type shit and they're like, might as well just go put him with the Dementors. And then it the Ministers of Magic let this happen for so long that it becomes ingrained into their society that by the time um, somebody diggory um, decides that maybe we shouldn't do this, it's like almost too late.
0: Yeah. And then also, and then I
1: think, and I think, then I think he dies too early to do anything. And then after that, they're just like, well, might as well just keep doing, doing it because doing it, it works. And also, it was and also so, like the
0: fear. And this is where we get a lot of what um, we see now is like the fear of the backlash of breaking down this system that you've set mm-hmm. in place that you know is wrong. Prevents you from doing what's right, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, what are we going to do with them if we take away the prisoners? And are they going to come after us? And blah blah blah. And it's like, well, you should have thought about that before you set this We're up. Putting them
1: there in the um, first place.
0: but that doesn't mean that
1: because they could have just left them alone. They could have totally could. Someone they, just because it was assumed this one bigoted ass like horrible yeah. person in power, and he just assumed, and, thought, hey, and
0: he used that as like it was totally like. Oh, if we don't put them here, they're going to come after your children. You know what I mean? Like, it was seriously Mm -hmm. fear-tactic. It's, oh my god. And yet, she can't get... See? We're not going. Like... We're not going there.
1: Okay. Haggard was quiet for a moment, um, staring into his tea. Then he said, thought of just letting Buckbeat go, trying to make him fly away. But how do you explain to a hippogriff it's got to go into hiding? And I'm scared of breaking the law. I don't want to go to Azkaban ever again. Um, so they come, they kind of leave. They go back to, um, to Hogwarts and, um, they decide that, you know, they're going to help Hagrid win his case against the Committee for Disposable, wow, the Committee for the Disposal of Dangerous Creatures, um. So he, Ron, and Hermione go to the library the next day and return to the empty common room laden with books that might help prepare a defense for Buckbeak. Um, so really quickly, three, they don't have wizard lawyers. Uh,
0: okay, I asked, you can't get better help than three third years. Wizard lawyers. My yeah, exact... literally
1: I wrote three, I said three 13-year-olds, do they not have wizard lawyers?
0: High five to us, we are <laughs> Harry Potter scholars. Yeah. Um, as I told someone this I'm weekend. just
1: like, how? but
0: also I'm can just like, we just how? point out that it says um famous cases of marauding beast
1: <laughs> that's cute
0: <laughs> um, our marauders were beasts too when they wanted to be anyway
1: yeah they were ayo <laughs> um but yeah no like it's that's the one that i'm like they couldn't be like hey you should probably hire somebody Yeah. No, it's like, nah, it's cool. We'll just take up this, like, work that an attorney should be doing and that you should be getting paid for if you are doing it. And you don't have
0: enough work. You don't...
1: Right? It's Christmas.
0: That does not mean anything to Hermione's workload.
1: No, it doesn't mean anything to her. I just mean, like, you're doing... You're you're over here, like, doing, like, legal research during Christmas. That's a lot. So much. Um... But, really quickly, just, like, some little drops, little case drops. Um, Here's something. There was a case in 1722, but the hippogriff was convicted. Ugh, look what they did to it. That's disgusting. This might help. Look, a manticore savaged someone in 1296, and they let the manticore off. Oh, no, that was only because everyone was too scared to go near it. (laughs) I just like those little, like, insights into the wizarding world. But I
0: also, Um, I know, I know, I know that a lot of this is written for laughs and for... Like it's oh, this is cute, but like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, you were too scared to go near it, so the case just stopped because y'all don't have what no kind of. It's, they're not and no then what kind of long. Where, Where did
1: the Manticore go? go? What happened with that? Is it still alive? How long do Manticore? I wait? don't
0: know. I wish I had I my book. It could so be. Um,
1: yeah.
0: There's so many questions, and I know that. It's so I questions. know that choose like that's kind of cute. That's funny.
1: You just put it in yeah. there. It's good. It's and that's the thing. Like, it's good for like world building in mm-hmm. a way that's not like let's go all the way into the history of the world um so yes but also like i, I want to know, know more <laughs> um so yeah so it's christmas and they hogwarts is christmas wake up on um, christmas
0: morning um with presents, presents another sweater from mom maroon again um and then mrs weasley had sent harry a scarlet sweater. With a Gryffindor lion knit, knitted on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a box of nut brittle, which I think is like toffee brittle or whatever that crap is. You yeah, know, I don't need that stuff. Old people uh, candy. Also,
1: a dozen home-baked mince pies. Twelve mince pies.
0: I'm sure they're like small.
1: You, kn- I hope so. Also, I don't think Low key, mince... that reminds me of my grandmother. You know what? She never made
0: our uh, pound cake.
1: I know she texted me about it. But you know what? That just, it just clicked for me.
0: Mrs. Weasley is your Mrs. grandmother? Weasley
1: reminds me of my mommy. That's crazy.
0: Mrs. Weasley and my mommy do have a lot in common. They do. They always try to feed actually, you. Like,
1: but always trying to Food feed you. Food is
0: good, though, so you don't care.
1: Takes absolutely no mess. None. None. Absolutely none. Zero. Zilch.
0: And just, and just uh, mother everybody. Who are you? Everyone. I'm older than you. Come in here, baby. Get some love. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Where's your mom at? Who cares? Come on in here, baby. Get some love. Yep.
1: Fights of power. Man.
0: My mommy I'm Weasley. Tell- mom. <laughs> oh. My mommy um, Weasley. Okay. With her team cannon. Weasley.
1: Yep. Y'all don't even know my grandma, but she's basically Mrs. Weasley. Um. That's
0: all you need to all know. All you need to know. Awesome. So, um... What's that, said Ron, looking over a freshly unwrapped pair of Marin Marin socks. Don't know. Um, There's a long, thin package lying under all of his things. Harry ripped the parcel open and gasped as a magnificent gleaming broomstick rolled out onto his bedspread. Again, a long, thin package, but it's not in a box. (laughs) So. What could it be? (laughs) Long and thin and then kind of bushy on the end. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Um, a long, thin package. Not in a box. Wonder what it is.
1: What could it be? Um, it was a
0: Firebolt. Um, it had, you know, the...
1: It was cute. It was cute. handle glittered.
0: Um, That's how cute it It got the golden registration number and everything. Um,
1: <sighs> really quickly, how did Sirius get the money? Like, I know he has money, but how did he get it?
0: I think this is a creature thing.
1: Does he have Maybe. creature? I don't think he has creature yet. No. I don't think he gets creature until he's in Grimauld place.
0: I, but I think he can.
1: But I don't think he wants creature.
0: I don't think so either. But I think so. He, I don't think
1: he would think to. I
0: think he wanted creature enough to. I mean, he wanted, he didn't want creature, but he wanted Harry to have the firebolt enough to make sure he got it.
1: I think so too. I don't think creature is the answer though, because creature would have turned him in. Crookshanks.
0: How would Crookshanks do it?
1: But how would crook That's a, why I'm asking. I'm like, that was a, how um, get? Hannah to
0: Abbott, he could become a potted plant. That was one of those. Um, <laughs> that's
1: just like it's. like, I'm sure he figured out a way, and it's fine. But I'm, that's like a yeah. thing that I'm. I, was I like, feel like maybe it's
0: just like a mail order thing. How get to Green Gods? But. But I'm saying like, how do they but, get they, the but money? really,
1: actually, it's more of a question about Green Gods than it is yeah. a question about Sirius. Is like stealth tactics or whatever it's more just like do they always have to go to the bank to withdraw money because that's not efficient
0: well i'm sure and that like, he's... is
1: there a way do they have like a little thing where they're like oh look this is my little credit card but like they probably don't because like the wizarding world is also impractical in a lot of ways but yeah like is it just like an account number do they have or so if they're doing if like an hour a... or they just like write in their thing as opposed to sending in like
0: but even name? if you had one of those like um Say you had a wizarding debit card or credit card and you put it on the credit mm-hmm. card and they ran it and they sent it to you. Like you went like they would like online shopping. That it was you. They would know that it was you. Still That's gotta come you. out of your account. And when you mm-hmm. are on the run, one of the first things that they do is lock your shit Just check down. mm mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if he stole it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that he probably like, he's...
1: He could have stole it with, like, the promise to pay it back Well, later. I think that he
0: probably... He went to Grimault Place and grabbed some, like, essentials, and he hasn't been back there, but...
1: Well, but the thing is, is he... That wouldn't make sense, because he... That's not the last place that he lived.
0: But he can get in there, and he knows that there's probably gold or something in there, because they didn't trust him, you know.
1: Maybe. Um. Yeah. Maybe. But then he might
0: have just stolen it. I don't know. But I feel like... Maybe he's got Polyjuice potion and he's working as a cook.
1: Yeah, you know, he's... The thing is, is, like, I I truly... I believe that he could figure out a way. I'm more... Like I said, I'm more just curious about, like...
0: The money. How yes. that works
1: in general, just, like, in the world. Yeah. Sp- like, broadly. Um, but, yeah. So, there's no card. Um,
0: I'm betting it wasn't the Dursley, said Harry. I bet it was Dumbledore, said Ron. Um, he... Which is... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say which is what I was yeah I was like yeah it's like it's the same kind of weird mystery thing as the like invisibility thing.
0: yeah um but that was my dad said Harry Dumbledore was just passing it on to me he wouldn't spend hundreds of galleons on me he can't go give students and stuff like that true I
1: mean Dumbledore but does
0: what the fuck he wants Big also bought you a Nimbus
1: McGonagall did buy you a so, Nimbus
0: so you know and and also yes um, Dumbledore does what the fuck he wants
1: that's what and that's exactly what ron's like that's why he wouldn't say it was from him mm-hmm. in case it like some get like malfoy said it was favoritism which it definitely would be favoritism. Yeah. like malfoy wouldn't be he wouldn't be like then not who who are you
0: to face? talk because your papa just bought the whole slytherin so team the entire team nimbus two
1: thousand and ones.
0: so you know
1: you know um takes one or no one Malfoy, wait till he sees you on the on this. He'll be sick as a pig. This is an international standard room, this is. I can't believe it, Harry muttered. Who? I know, said Harry. I know who it could have been. Lupin! That was rotten. <laughs> so cute. Yeah,
0: sorry. Um, so cute. And this, I um, mean, this is so rude. Harry, now starting to laugh himself. Lupin, if he had, listen, if he had this much gold, he'd be able to buy himself some new robes. Y'all are rude. Maybe Lupin don't care about, um appearances like material that material fans. things like that <laughs> um yeah i said ron but he likes you and he was away when your nimbus got smashed um he might have heard about it and decided to visit diagon alley and like why why would you have to visit diagon alley why can't you just order it
1: order it, have because, it. again the wizarding
0: world is <laughs> true practical. Um, um
1: what do you mean he was away he was ill when i was playing in the match well he wasn't in the hospital wing Aha.
0: Uh-huh. um
1: I was there cleaning out the bedpans on that tension from Snake, remember? Um, I can't see Lupin affording something like this. What are you two laughing about? Um, Hermione wa- walks in with Crookshanks, which is, that's rude. You know, she, she knows she shouldn't bring Crookshanks in the dormitory. That's doing too much. Um, Ron snatches Scabbers up from the depths of his bed and stows him in, in his pajama pocket. Um, she wasn't listening. Oh, Harry, who sent you that? Um, no idea. There wasn't a card or anything with it. To his great surprise, Hermione did not appear either excited or intrigued by the news. On the contrary, her face fell and she bit her lip. Um, which is the proper response, to be honest. Like, they're too excited, the fact that it's a firebolt, but the fact, like, who gave it to you was an important part of that. Um,
0: especially given the fact that there are dementias all around, what you just found out about... Notorious Mass Murderer Series Black. Black
1: Like there's a lot of things. Yeah. It just come on. Um It is a bit odd, isn't it? I mean, it's supposed to be quite a good broom, isn't it? It's the best broom there is, Hermione, said Ron. So it must have been really expensive. Um who'd send Harry something as expensive as that and not even tell him they'd sent it? Who cares, said Ron. Listen, Harry, can I have a go on it? Can I? I don't think anyone should ride that broom just yet, said Hermione what do you think Harry's gonna do? Sweep the floor? Which, like, even though he's wrong, that's a good Um. (laughs) comment.
0: But before Hermione could answer, Crookshanks sprang from Seamus' bed right at Ron's chest. Get him out of here, Ron bellowed, as Crookshanks' claws ripped his pajamas and Scabbers attempted to... attempted a wild escape over his shoulders. Ron sees Scabbers by the tail and aimed a misjudged kick at Crookshanks that hit the trunk at the end of Harry's bed. Crookshanks' first suddenly stood on end. A shrill, tinny, whistling... Was filling the room. The pocket sneakoscope had become dislodged from Uncle Vernon's old socks and was whirling and gleaming on the floor. I forgot about Scabbers. that, um, Harry said. I never wear the socks if I can help it, Harry. Now's not the time to <laughs> talk about your wardrobe.
1: <laughs>
0: the sneakoscope whirled and whistled in his palm. Crookshanks was hissing and spitting at it. You better get, take that cat out of here, Hermione, said Ron furiously. Can't you shut that thing up? He added to Harry as Hermione strode out of the room. Crookshanks' yellow eyes still fixed maliciously on Ron. What is the point of buying Harry the sneakoscope? scope You're not you're paying not attention. If you not
1: actually going to use it. Or like believe it. Come on. Makes no sense.
0: Harry stuffed the sneakoscope scope back in the socks. All that could be heard now were Ron's stinging, stifled muffles. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All that could be heard now were Ron's stifled muffles of pain and rage. Scabbers was huddled in Ron's hands. It had been a while since Harry had seen him out of Ron's pocket. He's not looking too good, is he? Harry said. It's stress. He'd be fine if that big stupid furball left him alone. But Harry remembered what the woman at the magical menagerie had said about rats living only three years. Couldn't help feeling that unless Scabbers had powers he'd never revealed, he'd re- he was reaching the end of his life. And despite Ron's frequent complaints that Scabbers was boring and useless, he was sure Ron would be very miserable if Scabbers died. But we'd That's be fine. That's
1: Ron's characterization in like a nutshell. Also, yeah, yeah he'll be fine. We'd he'll be get good.
0: Over it. We'll we'll all be. We'll get over it.
1: Totally fine.
0: Totally bad, fine yeah. It. yeah, but this is yeah, like you said, it's it's Ron's characterization in a nutshell. Like he complains about things. Same thing with Hermione. He's complaining about her, but mm-hmm. if she goes away, he's up. Then he's up, he's got questions. Yep. He's like, "What's she doing? What's going on?" Um,
1: then he's in the street dancing to Usher in the rain. Um, so it's Christmas, um, so they go down to eat, um, at the Great Hall, um, it's, there weren't, there were, like, not a lot of people who stayed, so there's, who stayed at Hogwarts, so there's a single table set for twelve, um, Merry Christmas, said Dumbledore, as there are so few of us, it seemed foolish to use the house tables, sit down, sit down, um, Crackers, said Dumbledore enthusiastically, offering the end of a large silver noisemaker to Snape, who took it reluctantly and tugged. Really quickly, I love Christmas Dumbledore. He's the best Dumbledore.
0: I must agree. I was gonna I, I agree. Um, also, so with a bang like a gunshot, the cracker flew apart to reveal a large pointed witch's hat with the top with a stuffed vulture. Ha 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 ha. But also Fourth of July just passed, recently passed. It was it was a bit ago. Tell me why me. Mm. That is hell on the nerves. Thank God we don't do crackers in America. I can't. Right? <laughs> no. I Yeah was shaky and in a panic until about two AM on fourth of July. No. Literally alone.
1: Apparently in my neighborhood, they start two weeks early. I've been going to sleep to firecrackers for two weeks. Why? How, why? My. Why do you have that I many firecrackers? I don't know. My, uh, my aunt. And then why not just like wait until you know?
0: For the And then like random yes. moments in the day,
1: you just hear a big bang, and everybody's like, "Hold up!" And you're like, oh, "Okay, it was a firecracker." But right. like, this is not. This is not.
0: Good. Um. And our aunt lives in Los Angeles, and I was staying with our aunt over the weekend. Well, I remember I she with her over the in like Fourth of July. She lives in a, like the like middle four of like firework the fireworks, and if you can't see uh-huh, them at the
1: same, and if you time. can't see them,
0: and then yes. there's people on the neighborhood shooting up fireworks. Who? I tell you what.
1: Yep.
0: Me and mm-hmm. Dara yep, Wilson. That was... We were a nervous goddamn wreck. I was like, mm-hmm. why, how, how's way. How long is yep. this going to happen?
1: I actually did stay with her for... for, uh, for And there would be one over and here. Like, and as soon as you came
0: over, the one like, in behind you would pop. And you're like, ah!
1: Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Who needs it?
1: It's it's the worst. Um, it's
0: the worst. I also want to point out, too, uh, that we skipped over a little bit. Hermione was fuming... Was furious with Ron for trying to kick uh, Crookshanks. And Ron was fuming about Crookshanks' um, latest attempt to eat scabbers. Hermione... Your cat jumped on him, and, like, even if he wasn't going after Scabbers, which he was, which, why was your cat in their dormitory when you know how he feels about your cat and you know that Scabbers is there, Mm -hmm. number one. Number two, like, if your cat jumps on me, I have the right to try to kick him. Like, if I'm just looking out for me, this is one of those instances where Ron is justified and... Hermione needs to just say, you're sorry.
1: Needs
0: to um, so, um, so Harry and Ron, um, remember the bogger, <clears throat> which pointed yeah. with his hat topped the stuffed vulture. I don't know how these crackers work, mm. but I feel like Remus was like, I'm a go, but let me just, you know, put this cracker on that pile that one right there. there.
1: Um,
0: the snake's mouth
1: thinned and he pushed the hat toward Dumbledore who swapped it for his wizard's hat at I love once. Dumbledore. Um, he's the best. Um, so he, um, so they start eating. Um, Professor Trelawney comes in. Sybil, this is a pleasant surprise, said Dumbledore. I have been crystal gazing headmaster and to my astonishment, I saw myself abandoning my solitary luncheon and coming to join you. Who am I to refuse the promptings of fate? I at once hastened for my ta- tower and I do beg you to forgive so, my lateness.
0: Girl, so I guess. You saw your own saw very, like, very recent future, which means
1: you, she basically just made the decision. Hey, yes. I'm just I'm like, might as well just come eat um, in the great hall. Why not? By Anna? Not, I saw myself abandoning my solitary luncheon. So at once, and then I
0: went, I abandoned.
1: that's yeah. all decision making.
0: Like, I just decided I was up there and I was like, I could do with some people right now. Um. Right. Certainly, certainly, said Dumbledore, um, his eyes twinkling. And I just, I know. McGonagall.
1: And it's, but my, my favorite thing is that Dumbledore knows that she's also, also knows she's shit, but he's, like, too mm-hmm. polite to be, so he's just like, mm-hmm, this is wonderful. If you say so. Sit down. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and then he, he, uh, draws up a chair, which, um. Revolved for a few seconds before falling with a thud between Professor Snape and McGonagall, which is like the best place yes. to put her.
0: And I think he does that for his own um, amusement too, because Dumbledore don't get no fucks. Of course. And you it's know Christmas. that McGonagall, when that chair dropped, <laughs> she looked at him like, "Motherfucker, did you just?"
1: Albus, why you do this?
0: Albus, I can't get you here because there are students, but don't, don't sleep. Don't mm-hmm. sleep.
1: Said. So Professor Trelawney did not sit down. Her enormous eyes had been roving around the table, and she subtly uttered a kind of soft scream. "I dare not, Headmaster. If I join the table, we shall be thirteen. Nothing can be more unlucky. I'll forever, I'll never forget that when thirteen dine together, the first to rise will be the first to die." Um, real quick, so you didn't see that when you were seeing yourself coming to join the table? <laughs> or, no. Where's my water? Sips
0: tea. Where's my tea? I have a latte. Hold on. We're gonna take this wizard team break to sip.
1: To sip some something.
0: Man, we need to take these because so, that was a great your sip's tea was way better um, than mine. I need to get one of those water bottles. Just it was perfect for the saturate. <laughs> and then it was good. I liked it. Hand um, um
1: We'll risk it, Sybil, said Professor McGonagall.
0: Do you uh, sit down.
1: Do sit down. The turkey's getting I want it. I wanted here.
0: to just sit back on this. The 13 um, dying together, the first will rise, will be the first to die. Isn't that something about, like,
1: mm-hmm. snake
0: gets up first or something like that? I don't know. When they all... It's a Harry Potter thing that I can't remember because I never put much stock in it.
1: Somebody says it, but then I don't think it actually happens. Okay. Cause I was looking for that too. I don't even remember what it was.
0: It's but... like in the ether. It's in the Harry Potter. It's like on the tumblers and the, and the,
1: no, I know, but I'm saying I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. So I was trying to like find it. And then I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I don't see anything, but you know, if somebody can find it, then if you know what we're talking about, um, cause we barely do. Um, Professor Trelawney hesitated, then lowered herself into the empty chair. Um,
0: McGonagall poked a large fan into the nearest tureen. Tripe, Sybil. Professor Trelawney completely ignored her. So good. Where is Professor Lupin? Um, I'm
1: afraid the poor fellow is ill again. Most unfortunate it should happen on Christmas Day. But
0: surely you knew that, Sybil. But surely... Said Professor McGonagall.
1: Shade. Shade! Shade, shade, shade. Um... Certainly, I knew Minerva," she said quietly. "But one does not parade the fact that one is all knowing. I frequently act as though I am not possessed of the inner eye, of the inner eye, so as not to make others. Mm, nervous. But
0: yet, you felt the need to tell everyone that your inner eye told you wait, to come downstairs, so you came downstairs. Wait,
1: right? That explains a great deal. A great deal," said Professor McGonagall tartly. Sure. Gives no fucks. She's like, um.
0: Hey, Sister Ghost, oh, okay. Sister Soul, Sister Shaden. I don't know. We're going to cut that out.
1: <laughs> if you must know, Minerva, I have seen that poor Professor Lupin will not be with us for very long. He seems aware himself that his time is short. He positively fled when I offered to crystal gaze um, for him. Imagine that, <laughs> said Professor McGonagall dryly. <laughs> I doubt, said, Profe- said Dumbledore in a cheerful but slightly raised voice. That which put in Professor McGonagall and Professor Trelawney's conversation that Professor Lupin is in any immediate danger. Severus, you've made the potion for him again? Yes, have I, have,
0: I have to Good. stop you here because I just want to um, uh-huh. say she's not wrong. He's not with them very long, but it's not because he dies or anything. Right. Also, exactly. could you imagine being a kid at this table? I would just be like in my pudding like, what?
1: <laughs> exactly. I'd be sitting there like, hmm, this is real interesting
0: back and forth it's almost like,
1: like family it's like almost like a family dinner mm-hmm. where you're just like oh. This when, you,
0: is when you when you when you sit, sit down stare at all sit your back little back cousins it's like don't say shit don't even don't don't say not one
1: don't word don't
0: bring attention to us let us sit here mm-hmm. quietly because Alexa you know they know
1: we are privileged mm-hmm. to be able to sit in
0: this as soon as they as soon as they remember <laughs> to go here, down. you gotta go upstairs shut up mm-hmm. this is gold mm-hmm. this is gold <laughs> this is going in my memoir um, yeah <laughs>
1: Um. Good," said Dumbledore. "Then he should be up and about in no time. Derek, have you had any of the, these chipolatas? They're excellent. Really, does Dumbledore know every student's name? Because that's that's what dope. I'm thinking.
0: Um. Yeah, and he would seriously really? read it being addressed directly by Dumbledore. Um. I I feel like he probably does, or at least like he knows he who's too. staying. And there's not that many of them. I think it's like six of them now. So um, <laughs> this is a guessing well, no, game. Like, okay. there's...
1: You don't look like a like, yeah. you don't look like a Jake. Well, you're, we know
0: these three Garrett, for right? sure because they're always in trouble and in my office and on some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me exactly. look at who, st- who signed up to stay over Christmas and let me look at their faces in the Rolodex. Of, do they have like a yearbook? Interesting. But you know what I mean? Just do a little homework mm-hmm. search. It's like when you go to a party and you go on Facebook. Do you not do this?
1: Nope. I don't go to parties. I'm just, I'm talking about like
0: networking y type of. We have to go, but it don't really want to go. Um, I say this as I'm sitting in my hotel room while the welcome feast for Love Yosakam is happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Introverts tonight. Um, um, so um, everybody's eating. Harry and Ron got up first from the table and shrieked loudly. My dears, which of you left his seat first? Which? Dunno, said Ron. I doubt it will make much of a difference, said Professor McGonagall coldly, unless a mad axeman is waiting outside the doors to slaughter the first into the entrance hall. (laughs) Oh, Which is the best. Um, Even Ron laughed. Um, Coming, Harry said to Hermione, No, I want a quick word with Professor McGonagall. Not your place, but I get it. Um, Well, wait, we'll talk about it. Um, Okay. So they go to the, um, they go back to the common room. The password is scurvy cur. Which is you know, Sir Cadogan, no chill.
0: Also though, we uh, just the, they found Sir Cadogan enjoying a Christmas party with a couple of monks, several previous headmasters, and his fat pony. Oh wait, push up even his visor. The headmasters
1: were there.
0: Yeah, he pushed up his head his visor and toasted them with a flagon of mead. Um, how do drink paintings work? How do alcohol? Yeah, how to drink, I'm curious. How to paint yeah, I'm also curious. Work.
1: Like, how is there like a limited because since it's a painting is there a limited store of alcohol because right that lady gets drunk on the regular
0: on the reg
1: which is like for someone who has to be around kids is probably not great but also just like how much of this painting painted alcohol is there in the castle right and, and how if is it eat- they could just be on some oh we're just gonna like i feel like if there was a if there's a there- limit, you want to ration it out.
0: Right? You're going to be there for years. So you
1: don't want to... Yeah. But they just be like, it's Christmas. Party. I wonder if
0: there's like a painter. <laughs> just A Hogwarts there, like, painter just who just paints
1: paint some work. little
0: bottles of those booze.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably at the Hogshead and they just walk through or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe.
0: How does that work, though? Things that we need to talk... We need to think about. How do beep, paintings
1: beep. get drunk?
0: How do paintings get drunk?
1: Um... So they go. Um, Harry goes to get the get his firebolt and the broomstick servicing kit, um, but there's really nothing to like p- do you? polish because it's brand new. Um, so they're just sitting there like staring at it, um, and then Hermione comes in with Professor McGonagall. Um, so that's it. Is it? Said Professor McGonagall. Miss Granger has just informed me that you have been sent a broomstick, Potter. Um, may I? She asks. Um, she examines it, hmm, and there was no note at all, Potter, no card, no message of any kind? No, said Harry blankly. I see. Well, I'm afraid I will have to take this, Potter. What? Said Harry, scrambling to his feet. Why? It will need to be checked for jinxes. Of course, I'm no expert, and I dare say Madame Hooch and Professor Flitwick will we'll strip it down. Strip it down, repeated Haran. It shouldn't take more than a few weeks. You will have it back if we are sure it is um, jinx-free, which is reasonable. Um, there's nothing wrong with it said Harry honestly professor you can't know that Potter not until you've flown it at any rate and I'm afraid that is out of the question until we are certain it has not been tampered with I shall keep you informed um, McGonagall uh, leaves the common room with the Firebolt. um Harry stood staring after her the tin of high finished polish still clutching still clutched in his hands Ron however rounded on Hermione what did you go running to McGonagall for Hermione threw her book aside. Still, she was still pink in the face, but stood up and faced Ron defiantly. Because I thought, and Professor McGonagall agrees with me, that that broom was probably sent to Harry by Sirius Black. She's not Which, wrong.
0: She's not wrong. She's actually quite right. Um, but it was sent to Harry by Sirius Black and not by notorious mass murderer Sirius True. Black. True also, she should have shared that with Harry and Ron. I don't think she, so. I think that they were too, she, like, gung-ho about it, and she was trying to be like, this is kind of weird, you shouldn't be writing it, you know? But she should have just been like, hey, y'all don't think that could possibly be So a just maybe thing. that she should
1: have said, that she should have said it could be serious black before McGonagall. The, the thing is, is like, yes, but that wouldn't have changed anything because they're Harry and Ron, and so they still would be like, of course not, Hermione, you're just overreacting. But then when like, you oh, do oh, that's that, point.
0: but then when you... When you I say, think that I she should have told them,
1: hey, I'm going to go tell McGonagall because I'm not safe. So maybe, like, mm-hmm. in the way that she did it, she could have been a little bit... She could have finessed it a little bit better. But yeah. honestly, I don't think she was... Like, I think that she did what she needed to do.
0: Oh, I totally agree. But I think, like, the way that she... And this is also because... And I'm not blaming Hermione. I'm kind of blaming Harry and Ron for this. It's kind of, like, blaming... No. Um, mm-hmm. But because of who they are and how they reacted, she probably thought like you, like, it's useless to even start this fight with them. They're not gonna listen to me. Um, but I need to, like, make sure that they're, like, Harry's not going gallivanting on this broom. And even Ron, you know what I mean? Like, Ron try to get a ride, take a ride, and fall off, or whatever. Um, on a jinx broom. But then when she comes in with McGonagall, she, like, hurries up and, like, rushes to the side and, like, um, plants her face in a book, you know, in listening distance, but Not, like, not standing next to McGonagall while she, you know, confiscates the, you know. And I think that, like, the kind of shirking away from it, it's like, you did the right thing, and you did the right thing for the right reasons, and you should own that. Like, own the fact that you're doing the right thing, because Mm -hmm. the kind of, like, cowering behind, and again, they're 13, so, you know. But, like, shirking behind this um, decision, it makes you seem guilty. It makes you... Like, if you act shady, you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, she's not wrong by any means.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, I just feel like, 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 I'm sure I'm, like, remembering maybe as a kid reading it. I was mad at Hermione, like, why would you tell? But the thing is, is, like, literally she thinks that Sirius Black yeah. is about to kill her. They just heard this whole ass story about how he is a bad man who betrayed... Um, Harry's parents and all these things like everything they're hearing Harry. is that he will do whatever it takes to kill Harry and that he's going to Hogwarts with the express mission of killing Harry and if there's a mysterious package that gets sent that and like oh it's really cool and so of course mm-hmm. it, like Harry loves Quidditch Harry wants a firebolt of course want to, um, he wants to as soon as he gets yeah. it well, like of course I'm gonna write it why not but at the same time like yeah I think I definitely think like Hermione.
0: She is totally right. Totally, totally um, I have um, a, I have a couple of issues with I do Ron get what you're saying. in this chapter, and um, one of them really is he, a lot of what he does, or a lot of his friendship with Harry, he lives vicariously through Harry sometimes. And I mean, we all do it, and like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: spoil alert. By by this time, it's probably met the Diggs, and the first thing I said was, "I hate you, take a picture." Um, because like,, mm-hmm. I hate you. I wish that were me, but if it's going to be one of us, like, come on, Sam. You come up, we all come up. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how Ron is. <laughs> and so he takes it very personally, and he's, been, he's mad at Hermione on some other stuff, and so then uses this which should have nothing, really have nothing to do with him, right? Like, Hermione's thought process Sirius is serious after Harry. I'm sorry you don't get to ride Harry's broom, but that's not the point, you know? And then Ron just takes it to a whole other level, mm-hmm. which is, like, we will continue to say it's, like, what they do. So, MVP? Mick-
1: McGonagall. Serious.
0: Wow. Uh, oh, you said McGonagall? I was gonna do Sirius.
1: She is also...
0: Uh, oh, of course she I is. Think that She's good great one. in this chapter.
1: She's always a good one. Might as well. She's st- perfect. Um, I did Sirius, though, because of, like,
0: what actually <laughs> No, I get Sirius. it. Like,
1: like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the fact that, like, he um, there's all this stuff of, like, Harry feeling really, like, angry about Sirius and, like, you know he betrayed like notorious mass murder, Sirius Black or whatever, and how he betrayed his parents and all that stuff. But at the same time, like Sirius is really like looking out for him. Like he found a way on the run by an like,
0: expensive broom
1: and send it and send it to his and send it to his godson because he knows that he no longer has a broom and that it got destroyed by the Whomping Willow. And he's like, well, he needs a broom. I gotta go get that for him. I didn't get to buy him except for his first broom. HP uh, trivia. Except for his first broom uh huh (laughs) um so I need to make up for that and so that's how I'm gonna do it and like yeah Yeah. so seriously Uh, I say
0: McGonagall because the shade was real and glorious and I felt like I was it felt like it was a hot summer's day and I was just lounging underneath the cool calm and loving embrace of McGonagall shade to Trelawney and I was here for it Mm -hmm. um
1: Y'all, I'm telling you, McGonagall keeps frames. <laughs> like that is evidence. Evidence. That was evidence. Um, and
0: right then there. coming in and being very, you know, stern but fair and honest with Harry about the broomstick. You know, mm-hmm. this is not normal. It's a very expensive broom. People don't just send anonymous her, brooms. Her
1: first thought um, is his
0: city. We'll check it out. I'm not saying that you can't have it. I'm saying we got to check it out, make sure it's safe. Mm -hmm. I will give you updates. I know what Quidditch means to you and what brooms mean to you. And I'll let you know as soon as I know. But until then, I'm going to take this and do what needs to be done. Thank you. Um, I think that it was just like a very good, this chapter is just a very good, like, duel of, um, or showing both sides of, McGonagall in like her sassiness and her literally might be the only professor with some goddamn chill. I was about to say some sense, but I think Flitwick has sense. But um, well, Flitwick has some chill.
1: Probably. He doesn't seem like he has a little bit chill. Yeah. McGonagall
0: has chill, enough chill for the both of them. Maybe
1: a little. Not
0: bit. enough chill for everybody though, because Dumbledore. <laughs> Snape. Because Dumbledore, he's Dumbledore still he's like, downstairs popping he's crackers.
1: Like, negative. You said what? He's still
0: downstairs popping crackers. He's been over two hours. No, you
1: probably got Snape in there. (laughs) Right? Like, come on, Severus, another. I (laughs) know that. Snape is like, can I go to my dungeon, please? (laughs) Like, this is. Like, sir. This is torture. Can we. Sir, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, Severus! Another one! Another one! You have to wear this bonnet. Wear it. Like, Mm -hmm. just chill out, Dumbledore. We need some more mead in here. Exactly. Sir. It's a two man. It party, is no longer really Christmas. It
0: door. is two AM.
1: Another Snape. one I said serious. <laughs> cetera. Snape trying to take a nap. He's like, dude, can we just want... Can we just
0: You were how old? Yeah. Christmas is for the young. <laughs> and I am always young, forever young. Oh
1: Poor. man. Yeah. Poor. No. That's a good head a I like that. Great
0: headcanon. And I almost felt bad for Snape for a second. But <laughs> For like two for seconds. For like two seconds. Right? I just felt myself. Oh my god! I felt bad
1: for him, um, like as an introvert.
0: No, but <laughs> what, really what I was. saw, I literally saw like Dumbledore as Aunt Terry and Snape as Kevin when Aunt Terry's <laughs> dancing in public and Kevin's just like, um, so can we? Can not we do not? It? Why do we do this every time? <laughs> just like the embarrassing dad or mm-hmm. uncle or any, you know, y'all all got that one embarrassing relative, that one in your That's family. Real.
1: Like that's one of them those that's like a fond that's like a fond headcanon of Snape that I'm willing to like.
0: Yeah, because he loves. I like he loves one. Dumbledore in his own miserable way. Him and Dumbledore's way.
1: relationship is actually super interesting, and like that being a part of it is hilarious. <laughs> to me. Um,
0: All right, so th-
1: cool. Oh, who's benched? Oh, yeah. Um, we did not do that. I thought we Scabbers. did. Scabbers. Um, that's valid. I benched the Wizarding Justice System
0: because that's valid death. as fuck.
1: And. Should not be fucked up.
0: Can I do that too?
1: Like y'all got the magic. The gamut, And you can
0: The Dementors. The, the, the Aurors. My... The ma- Minister of Magic.
1: Y'all got magic and you can't figure out some... An equitable system. The Magical mayor the of Hogsmeade. The fuck? The... If magic can't do it, then who can?
0: I mean, questions that need answers. It's
1: just ridiculous. The...
0: The dude that run the night bus on the third shift when Stan ain't there. Like, all of them. All of y'all mm-hmm. need to sit down. The Daily Prophet. The editors. Mm-hmm.
1: So they just be enabling.
0: Enabling. All of them.
1: Got, got Hagrid fucked up going. All the way fucked up. All the way fucked and up serious. going serious.
0: to serious Hagrid,
1: Hagrid went for, for what, like a couple months, right? Mm-hmm. And then now have, they Can't have been reliving house. that time. He can't even leave his house to to do anything, have fun because he got to relive messing it. up his On, job and then, performance. And then you got Sirius Black over here, twelve whole years then doing give his him one trial. Sorry, y'all are the worst.
0: Where's his chocolate at? To get your get hashtag your where's Hagrid's chocolate.
1: Yep. Um, do you know we is is there Hagrid's hut in the um? Is Hagrid's hut in the tour, in the studio oh. tour?
0: We should take chocolate. We should take chocolate. It's happening, we're y'all. We're doing that. It's happening. That's,
1: happening. That's awesome. Yep. I'm so glad this is before we
0: get to London yeah, yeah. so that
1: we know that we'll actually. Do You'll it get a
0: there. picture. <laughs> we got and it. We were
1: just like, we'll do it, and then it's like the last day that we're there. Um, like we're on the plane. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing Chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the Patronus. Oh, Make the chapter sure we with didn't the feels. Along. Lots and lots of fields. Um, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for this chapter and the next chapter and all of the chapters of Prisoner of Azkaban.
0: We Um, tally all of those votes, guys, and, um, at the end of the book, we will name who is the real MVP and who is benched for the book. Um, Mm -hmm. keep in mind that Aunt Marge has a golden bench. Yes. So, there's that. Um... And yes, let us know who you choose. Um, Use the hashtag weather team, add us, we black and nerds on Twitter to cast your vote. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Do that, do that. Um, Um, Yeah, next time you hear from us, we won't, well.
0: I'll be talking like this, governor. Tallyhole old London town. (laughs) Why? Just me and... We
1: will be in London. Our voices won't be in London, but we just will. Just me and my wee often. laddie,
0: Bayana, and we're taking the to and fro and pop no, toppings the bag. No. no Feed don't, don't the birds, toppings the do. bag. Don't do
1: that. I need a I need a David Tennant face or something. Just
0: Cheerio. That.
1: Don't do it. Don't Cheerio. Cheers. Okay. Ciao bye I think I think we should we should end it there we should just
0: meal China
1: how about no Uh.